Hey guys, welcome back to Two Girls in a Podcast. I'm your co-host Katie. And I'm Jen. And we're back. Thank you for giving us the time to take off for a month. Um, it's really helped. So hopefully we'll come back and we'll be here for a good while before That's another right. break is needed. <laughs> we stuck around. That's right. That's right. So today we have a very special guest. Um, she is a good friend of Jen's um, for a while, for 15 years. Yeah. They went to college together. Um, and her name's Nikki. She's wonderful. And we're going to talk about um, K-dramas and K-pop and... Because Nikki's the one that got Jen into it, and yep. then Jen's the one that got me into it. So it's kind of like filtered down that way. And We're all connected. Yes, and it's you know been a wonderful experience and something I enjoy a lot. So we have Nikki to thank for it. Yeah. So she's going to kind of um, educate me, I feel like, a little bit more on it as well. But also to a listeners that don't know so much about K-dramas and K-pop, some of the good things and good qualities that you should look for with it. That's right. Yeah. Nikki, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Nikki, and I'm the one who brought them to the dark side, and now it's your turn to be brought over, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, how about you just tell us a little bit about how you got into the Korean culture? Okay. Well, it's, uh, it is a little bit of a story, but I'll try to shorten it as much as I can. Um, it all started probably in the late, late 90s, early 2000s. I kind of fell into, you know, from having... Being an emo kid, a little bit of an emo kid and goth, and then also like you know alternative music, I kind of fell into visual key and uh, J rock, which eventually led me into um, other Asian bands and getting into anime. And then once I started getting into anime, I started hearing some of the other like groups that were in Korean groups that were doing anime songs, which led me to you know checking them out. And so as I found groups such as Donbashingi, you know, doing um, Japanese anime for like, I believe it was One Piece, started checking them out and fell into watching um, DBSK, Rain, Ihori, 2PM, and it just went on from there, and now we're here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so who is your all-time favorite? All-time favorite. Um, I would have to say, I'm still going to have to keep it old school, Donbai Shingi, because they were the ones that literally cemented me into getting into K-pop and into the Korean dramas. Um, and also because of not just them, but Rain. Rain very much was a big person that got me into the Korean dramas themselves, not just K-pop. Because Rain was actually the lead role in a drama called Full House. That's right. I've seen that. And I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it. You would like it. I'm sure I would. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my very first uh, K-drama, which, you know, I got into that too because I, beforehand, I'd also been watching um, for many, many years um, Taiwanese dramas. And so I was kind of very comfortable with the Asian drama setup. But just whenever I saw, came across Rain and watching this, um, the uh, Full House, when I started watching some of the other shows and um movies that he had been in, and then I kind of started following the trail of, you know, checking out, like, Boys Over Flowers and all, like, the other, you know, Coffee Prince and all the other, you know, must-see, mm-hmm. you know, Korean dramas, and then, you know, going from there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, what's your favorite, um, so would you say that Full House is your favorite K-drama, or do you have a different one that you would list as your favorite? Um, I would say I, was, I, I like it because it was an introduction. It was very good, but probably my favorite to this day is probably still Sangan Con Scandal. 
Okay. Oh, um, that's a huge one. <laughs> yeah, it's a good yeah, okay. one. It's a good one too. Okay, I love Yuchun. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorites. He was my don't mention me bias. So of course, like um, whenever he started getting into his dramas, mm-hmm. yeah, I loved um, Sydney Quan Scandal. Okay, all right, I haven't seen that one. That's a okay. good one. It's like where a girl pretends to be a boy. Okay. Um, does she try to be a brother? Pretend to be a brother? No, she was actually one of their roommates. Okay, and then she, but she's like trying to what, like take a test or something. I forgot, like learn something, right? Um, well, she kind of got caught um, by being um, at like the test that was given. She was trying to like sell like you know answers. That's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. I remember now, <laughs> and so she kind of got wrapped into uh, taking a test as somebody else, and That's so right. you trying kind of forced her hand into having to you know answer questions, and then. She got everything right, and she got included in, so she had to go by, you know, mandate of the king mm-hmm. to uh, go to the school where she ended up becoming roommate with uh, him and another guy that was, That's like, right. you know, the scary one yeah. that everyone was afraid of on campus, and then um, from there, they started having, you know, forming a friendship, and then, you know, having to, what's the word I'm looking for? This is a relationship they were getting into. Yeah. Sort of. yeah. Kind of how they it, all it kind of But he, like, falls in love with her, but he thinks she's a guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he, like, doesn't want to do that, yeah. you know, or whatever. And so that's the whole thing. Like, he's trying to wrestle with himself. Like, is he gay? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> and obviously back then, I understand. you know. And it yeah. takes place, like, feudal era, right? No, no, no. Not feudal. It's Joseon. Okay. So it's like they're all in those old clothes and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Like prior to Boys Over Flowers, because Boys Over Flowers was like 2009, correct? No, this is after Boys Over Flowers. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, the air, like what they're, like, she's on the show. Clothing. The okay. show is like yeah. in or whatever. Okay. Like it's in the past, like gotcha. long time ago. Okay. You know? so it took place in a totally different time. Exactly. Okay. It's gotcha. what they call a Seguk drama. Okay. So it's kind of like the olden times of like, you know, back whenever Korea, probably like pre 1900s. And sixteen, you know, I think the Joe Sun. I don't. I'm not an expert, but I want to say I think it's between like the 13th and uh, 1900s. Okay, I could be wrong on that though. But it was the Joe Sun lasted a good long while. Okay, so they were in legit Korean attire, like long time ago, Korean attire, like combat shoes. Like yeah, like the long the men with the head buns. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like how he was in Rooftop Prince yes. prior to coming to the current times. Yes. Exactly. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's a good one. You would like that one, too. Okay. Well, I like you, Sean. <laughs> yeah. So. I remember thinking it was really funny. And, like, he was, like, like, did they try to teach her archery or something? There was something really funny about the archery part. Um, they were trying to teach her archery, but he was being, like, they were supposed to be on a team. Like, they were competing as far as, like, their roommates each had to form each team to compete against each other. And, uh, with her, you know, being raised a girl, she wasn't taught archery. Yeah. But since she's having to be a boy, um, you know, they thought it was just kind of weird that she didn't know how to do any of this. And so they were trying to push her, you know, into training. And now Yuchan was, like, the more mean one as far as, you know, pushing her and pushing her. And she was getting all upset. But then the other roommate, Goro, came and, um, I think it was Goro came in was the nice one gave her like the little thing she put on her thumb to protect her fingers and yeah. try to give her a few tips that's right i remember that yeah okay <laughs> i have to look, find it yeah somewhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good one <laughs> there are a lot of good ones <laughs> there are there are a lot of good ones so i know you've been to a lot of you know um korean concerts so tell us all the people that you've seen here in america because i know it's really expensive to get to go because they charge super expensive. Because I understand because they're coming from overseas, mm-hmm. 
So the tickets are a lot more expensive. I know you've seen several people, right? I've seen a couple, but I've seen more of like festival. Yeah. Um, through festivals and stuff too. But as far as the concerts I've been to, I've been to like Eric Nam, I've been to Block B. Um, let's see who else have I seen. I liked Block B too. Um, yeah, she really likes, she has a story about Block B. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's got to tell you the story. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's this, I can't remember his name, but I thought he was really cute in one of the K dramas that I watched with him in it. Um, and I can't remember his name. I have to look it up. Is it the first one you watched, Noble My Love? No. Oh, okay. no, I like him too. They're all cute. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're all cute. Now, I know Pia was in recently in. Uh... <laughs> Katie's in love with all of you Korean men. <laughs> Line up. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Sorry. Now, did you watch the recent um, one with IU in it where she's in the hotel? Uh, I want to say it's like Lunar Hotel or something like that. Was oh, yeah, Hotel Del Luna. Yeah, Hotel Del Luna. I have not yeah. seen that one. P.O. from Block B is in that okay. one. He was the bellboy. Okay. So I was going to say maybe that might have been what you were thinking of, but maybe not no, that No, I have to look it up. Jehu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I know that Jehu has been a... Did you see it, Jen? Yeah, I yeah. don't recognize him, so... He was just in this one K-drama that I watched. It was a terrible K-drama. Oh. Do not get into it. I was the one that I was on Netflix. Was terrib- it was. Oh, okay. I was going to say, was it on Viki? One of the two. Because I know Viki is a, another good one. Yeah, you, want, you used to watch that. Yeah. yeah I still have it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It, yeah. Before Netflix like really ramped up the yeah. K-dramas and stuff like That's that. That's right. So. I missed okay. Drama Fever before TM. What was it? TM, was it um, TBS? Or one of them took it down. <laughs> I know there's a lot of there's a lot, they're they're popping up here and there but yeah usually Netflix is a big one now at least it has a lot of stuff on there you know so but okay so tell us your Block B story uh, I guess I can tell this one um, basically whatever we were when Block B came for their showcase in uh, DC um, me and one of my friends we were actually supposed to be there to meet up with a whole other group of Block B fans. To, um, you know, kind of like get all the fans together to kind of meet each other and meet up and say hi and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But before that, we actually actually had um, friends who worked for the concert that were actually working at the venue, like for security and, you know, some other things. And so we were going to meet up with them because we hadn't seen them in a while to be up to D.C. So we were going to meet with them to kind of discuss, hang out, you know, see each other for a little bit. So, of course, they, you know, after the stuff that they have to do at the concert venue is over with, they come out, meet up with us. Um, we start having dinner at the same restaurant that we knew we were going to meet up with all these other fans at for like, because um, it was about an hour later they were going to show up mm-hmm. versus when we were there um, having our dinner and everything together. Well, within about an hour of, you know, us chilling with them and then get ready to go meet up with the people because it had already been like about an hour since they had gotten there mm-hmm. and we knew it's a Korean restaurant and you know the whole back room was full we knew they weren't leaving for a good while so of course um about an hour after work with our friends all of a sudden I see a very tall blonde skinny <laughs> um Zico come around the corner and I was like that is not Zico that is that is not Zico that is Zico oh my god okay they were there with like their management and like a very small team was okay. all that they had with them. Um, so of course, you know, they're getting set, meeting with the waitress and everything so they can, you know, get them a table and everything set up because, you know, it was a somewhat good sized group that they had to make a table for. So we're like, okay, crap, there's like right behind us and like, you know, 
one of the other side rooms, there's a room full of 50 girls <laughs> that are Block B fans. We're like, what are we going to do? <laughs> and so we're like, well, maybe we'll get lucky and they won't notice them until they sit down. All of a sudden we hear, oh my God, from behind in that corner, we're like, oh no, here we go. So, of course, you know, we already knew people in this group back here. So, and us being older than them, we had to take the initiative of going back there and kind of keeping them in the room. Yeah. <laughs> and telling sure. them, like, you know, hey, you know, we know they're here. We know that you are excited. Um, but please, you know, stay in the room. Give them their time. They've been working all day long. They've been shooting. They've been practicing. They're hungry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, please, you know. Don't invade their space. Let them eat. Let them, you know, have a time to chill. And I guess if you want to on your way, you know, after you all have to get together in here, just as you leave, if they're still here, just kind of either bow politely or wave and keep it on going. And so most people were pretty considerate of, you know, that request. And they're like, yeah, you're right. You know, we'll do our thing back here, meeting and talking with everybody. And so, of course, I get back to my table where my uh, our, our friends were that we were meeting. Well, apparently... Um, with the whole thing that was going on, the people that we were that were working with the concert told the waitress and them to put them behind us. So all of a sudden, we've got this entire entourage of people behind our table, which we're having to guard, <laughs> in a <laughs> sense, to keep it to where they can, you know, eat and stuff in peace. And so um, we were there for probably about a good two to three hours longer with them rather than hanging out with the people in the back, um, you know, to kind of let them eat and mm-hmm. kind of have a time to chill and sit back and relax. But you still had a couple that, you know, were trying to videotape them, trying to take picture of yeah. the whole times they're eating. And um, But we kind of quelled it as much as we possibly could. Then, of course, you know, after they got done eating, they got on their uh, bus to go back to the hotels because the concert wasn't until the next night. Okay. So they were still kind of staying in town. But uh, I do know that afterwards, after the bus left, um, we probably stayed out there with some of the other fans, probably talking for about another two hours because everyone was just kind of like sitting there chilling and still getting to know each other. But yeah, that was my little block B story. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. At least they enjoyed it. Yeah. You know? That's right. I was going to ask you, where did they, um, where did y'all, where were y'all were eating? Just to kind of know what they chose to eat when they were here in America. Like, yeah. So they chose to eat Korean food. <laughs> um, they, the reason why they decided to eat Korean food is because honestly, at that point, they had had so many hamburgers and hot dogs and all that kind of stuff. They were so tired of American food. Yeah. They were like, we want Korean food. Like, because we let them know, you know, that, hey, there's a big old group of your fans here. Yeah. It might not be safe for you. <laughs> and they're like, we don't care. We're hungry. We yeah. want Korean food. So that's why they kind of stayed. Yeah. That's cool though. That's and you saw one of my favorite groups, Super M. I did get to I'm see Super so M. So jealous. I did. I got to see Super M. Um, I actually saw them back when they came in through um, DC, and I actually got to see them at Eagle Bank. Um, it was an experience having all of them there because yeah. you know I've been a Taman fan, you know, for a while since you know he came out in Shiny. Yeah. And so there's two of his songs that have always wanted to see him perform live and those were two of his solos that he did. And I'm like, hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you for because I will always have that of course I took, you know, videos too, but the video is not that great because I wanted to actually watch it with my eyes versus through yeah. the phone. Yeah. So I did record it though, but I did get to see, you know, him do his solos and all the guys actually as far as like um the, all their solos that they did were amazing. Like Ten was amazing. Um, Taeyong was amazing. Um, Kai, like I know the girls went wild for Kai, especially when he did Confession. 
Uh, let's see, Beck Young was beautiful <laughs> as far as like his um, him singing. And, you know, Lucas and all the rest of them. I mean, mm-hmm. they had, it was a great show. Like, it was probably, I'd say, one of my top two to three shows that I've ever been to. Yeah. Which, you know, they just not released another single out, which, you know. No, I like it, yeah. I'm hoping they announce another tour, but at this point, I don't know if we're actually going to get one. Yeah, it might hold off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, and you got your BTS canceled. Yes, unfortunately, I'm still waiting to see BTS, because uh, I was supposed to actually see them at the FedEx field. But due to COVID, it is canceled. Well, not canceled. It's postponed. I still have my tickets, and I am not getting rid of them for nothing. <laughs> I had to go through the lottery and everything to get them. I've been waiting for six years to see them um, since, you know, they made it, you know, made it internationally, started coming over here and everything. So I have waited for a very long time. Had tickets sell out on me every single time beforehand. I've tried to see them, but keep my, since I've got tickets, I'm holding on to them and keeping my fingers crossed that this one won't get canceled and eventually I will see them in person. <laughs> and you will. You'll yeah. see them in person. They'll definitely be coming back as yeah. soon as, you know, calms down a little yeah. bit. Because they're huge. They're probably the most famous people in America. Like, K-pop-wise, K-pop-wise, I mean. yeah, everyone knows BTS's yeah. name. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's literally become almost like a household name almost at this point. Have they surpassed Psy? In the U.S.? Yeah. I think so. I think more people know BTS now than they knew than they know Gangnam Style. Yeah. I was wondering about I that. I mean, it's kind of like a very... I think, me personally, I think it's kind of like on the same level, but I still think that maybe more people now know BTS more than Gangnam Style because it's kind of yeah. faded out yeah. a little bit. But yeah. everyone still knows Oprah Gangnam Style. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was huge. It wasn't I remember big. that. Yeah, that, that was, was bad. bad. <laughs> well, it was big whenever, because um, I watch a lot of Korean entertainment, so I had, it was big whenever it was hitting Korea, and then it hit the U.S., and so I had it double. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it's a bad thing, I'm just saying is that, you know, everyone was like, oh, it's everywhere. I'm like, I had to hear it everywhere in two separate yeah. industries. Yeah. But. Because it was, I'm sure, obviously big there, and then it. Oh, yeah, it was really big there. Too. Made its way into. And I think it was because of the video, right? On YouTube. Wasn't that like the big thing? Yeah, because so. there for a while it had the biggest count. Yeah, ever. I remember that for a long time. Yeah. And something just, like, I think Taylor Swift. Nah, I think BTS is no. Was it BTS? But I thought one of Taylor Swift's videos surpassed Psy. I, I think it did. And then I, I think I remember hearing, she was like the first one to knock Psy out. Well, I know that she's had, so. she's had a bunch and I black that uh it's kind of been a fight too between uh, Blackpink and BTS. But I think yeah, I think you're right. I think BTS is number 1 right now on YouTube with view Current, count currently. currently. Yeah, so yes. Yeah. So and you love Blackpink. I love Blackpink. But you don't like Blackpink, right? I like Blackpink. It's just I wasn't a big fan of their latest song. Okay. It wasn't me personally it wasn't my favorite. But you know, I mean, I, I understand why it is catchy. It is good. But it just wasn't my personal cup of tea. Yeah. But I mean, I, I like Blackpink. Do you know the song she's talking about? I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm not like one that keeps up with them. Yeah. But I definitely love them. I have a lot of their songs on my on my phone. Yes. Do they sing in English? They do. Okay. Yeah. They have. It's kind of a mix of English Blend. and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because who? I don't know which one it is, but one of them knows like five, six different languages. Honestly, I think that might be Lisa. I think you're correct. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> How many are in that group? Four. 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 So I've noticed that the girl groups always have less people. 
than the the boy groups in K drama, or maybe it's just because I pay more attention to the the boy groups in K pop. But I mean, the boy groups are bigger. I feel like they always have like ten or twelve members, and then the the girls maybe are like four to six, seven, you know, like kind of like that. Not necessarily. I mean, you have groups like Twice, um, and then I remember there there for a little while you had IOI. I mean, you do have some bigger, yeah, bigger um, girl groups. But the boy K-pop groups are more popular in Korea. Not necessarily. I mean, the girl groups are just as popular. Okay, yeah. Okay. But uh, it, I, I mean, um, over there, you know, you've got you know girls that are fans of the girls as well too. Like, when you come mm-hmm. over here, though, it's a different story. Like, when you come over here, yes, the girl groups are not as popular as the boy groups. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of shocking. Yeah, actually, because I feel like Korean women could easily make their way over here. I feel like people, especially men in America, yeah, judge more. Unfortunately, Americans are very. Judgmental and yeah. yeah, to put it that way. So when it comes to like the boy groups, I'd feel like more judgment would be placed on them than it would be the girl groups for some reason. Yeah. But then I guess yeah. little teenage girls, they get obsessed. Sure. You know? Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. yeah that's like the big money, you know, like the Justin Beavers mm-hmm. and the One Directions and stuff like that. It's yeah. like, that's true. The, you know, when they get obsessed about something, it's like, they're obsessed, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and I feel you like can vouch for that, knowing how that feels. One hundred percent. There is no middle ground. Like once you become yes. a fan, you become that obsessed fan. Like you are obsessed. I mean, like like Katie said, like, I was an NSYNC fan. Like insane NSYNC fan. You know, like I I used every bit of money I had and I spent it all on them. Yeah. You know, on crap. You yes. know, that's <laughs> how it was with Hanson. Yeah. So it's ninety eight degrees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's what. And you, you just like you think about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I was upset. I mean, I watched everything with them. I read everything. I bought every magazine. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh. And now with the internet, to think like, I didn't really have, I mean, we had the internet, but it was dial up. Yeah, you're not, I was not on the internet like people are on the internet today. And just to think that they have all this stuff at their touch of their fingertips, you know, is my obsession would have been even worse. <laughs> You yeah. know? I mean, yeah. I can't imagine if we had, like, computers and a phone. Yes. And right in your hand. All that access yeah. that we have now, how it would be. Versus back then, you had to literally wait for the physical tape or CD to come out. That's that so true. So true. That's right. Or to go get the CD, you had to actually get in your car and yeah. drive somewhere yeah. to get it. <laughs> and then hope right. you still had copies there when you got to the store. Exactly. Yes. And then exactly. came Napster and LimeWire. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I didn't utilize those. That, changed it. that, changed, that definitely changed the game. Yeah, yeah it did. Because I was like, when I went back and like looked, and it's like all my a lot of I have a lot of anime that I had because it wasn't available. Like you couldn't watch anime. Like you had what the Cartoon Network had like a couple shows, but nothing that was out there. And like when you become obsessed with anime, you want to watch it. And there was really no live streaming back then, or or not live streaming, but where you could just watch it on the computer kind of thing. It was just like you gotta download it, you know. And that was what I did. There were tons of CDs and stuff of anime that I wanted to watch because it wasn't available here and I, mm-hmm. and I personally could not spend like a hundred dollars on on season one yeah you know which yeah. comes with like 14 episodes when the show's like 700 episodes you know? yeah <laughs> and they yes. like to do that and it's just it's it's unfortunately not practical you know but there's and there's so much anime out there so and the same thing with k-pop and k-dramas mm-hmm. and the korean culture there's so much out there like like you said, the, like you said earlier, like the rabbit hole, like you, one thing leads you to the other. Mm-hmm. It does. So you watch one K drama, you're like, oh, I love it, 
and you get hooked on an actor or an actress, and yeah. you're like, I like them. So let me, what else are they in? And then it leads you. And then you, know? push, you yeah. go watch that drama. You're like, ooh, I like that person's acting. Yeah. What else are they in? Who are they with? <laughs> yeah. What band are they in? Who are they singing with? Yeah. Yeah. And I do see that a lot. I mean, I do. We, I guess we see that somewhat in America with like the people crossing over, but definitely in Korea, it's like they've honed it where it's like they cross over so well, you know, like actors to to musicians, you know, to even models and they're on commercials and stuff like that, you know, yeah. and like they kind of do it all. They're, they're all very well rounded and it could just be that's how when they're trained that they're trained for all of that or whatever, but I mean, I guess, like I said, we had that kind of like Disney, you know, when people come Disney, they actors, singers, whatever, mm-hmm. and stuff like. But it's definitely not as as I feel like significant as it is in Korea, you know? Yeah. Because like when you look at like you said, when you look at somebody, you're like, oh, I love that actor, or like you said, that guy, and you're like, oh, he's in a band, you know? Let's yeah. check out the band, you know, and stuff like that. So I think that's interesting, you know? Yeah. They're all kind of connected. <laughs> they sure are. They're connected for sure. Yeah. And there's so much out there. So what advice do you give somebody to that's wanting to check out the Korean culture, the Korean, you know, K-pop, K-dramas or whatever to start now? What what should they do? Well, as far as the uh, K-dramas, I would definitely say if you already have Netflix, go ahead and start dipping your toes in the ones that are on the Netflix right now. Um, they will kind of kind of get you because it will kind of get you used to like, you know, the way that the dramas and stuff are set up. But then from there, I'd probably move on to things like um, a website called Viki. Um, they have, you know, a whole lot more that you can find there than you'll find on Netflix. Um, and I'm sure that you can find other websites that have streaming um, on them, but those are my two favorite go-tos. Um, I would definitely, though, if you go to Google, I would look up, you know, Korean drama streaming just to see what other websites you can find. But be very careful that uh, you don't get onto something that can lead you to getting viruses. Yeah, that's true. Some of the sketchy ones stay away from. <laughs> and then as far as uh, K-pop, go on YouTube. Just start typing in K-pop, um, boy groups, girl groups. Um, give everything a listen. Check it out because, you know, you've got a bunch of older uh, groups that have been around for a long time now that have incredible songs. You've got some new rookies that are coming out constantly that have great songs. So I would say, you know, go and check it out. Go listen. You know, give everything a chance. And don't think that it's just for teenagers, because let me tell you, as far as uh, the fandom goes, you've got guys and girls that are anywhere from 4 years old up to 60 years old. So don't sit there and think that just because you're in your 20s that you're going to be too old for it. No, you're definitely going to also find people in their 20s who are in it as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what, like you said, the YouTube thing, that's a good thing, because I was watching a NCT 127 um video randomly on YouTube or whatever and it popped up with a video for um I apologize if I say the ring wrong but I think it's ATs 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 right so it popped up with this and I'm like who are these people this is like an interesting video so I watched the video I freaking love the video because like that's like that's a big thing like in Korean their their music videos are so cinematic yes they're so like they're done so well and the dancing is really well. And they put a lot of work and effort into mm-hmm. it. And so I was, like, watching. And I was, like, oh, my God. Okay, I love this song. And I love this. Like, this video is so cool. And it led me down the rabbit hole of that. Just watching a bunch of their videos. And I was, like, oh, I really like them. And they actually just made a comeback, mm-hmm. like, recently. So, because they've been kind of took a little break for a little while yeah. or whatever. So it was really nice. I was, like, oh, they're back. And 
you know, I like them, but I never even knew them. You know, I never heard their name before. You know, so it's cool. Now, the one thing I do like though about K-pop that um, interests me, and it's becoming more of a newer trend, is that a lot of groups are now sticking to these storylines, where you've got, um, you know, each new video is more of a story that's added to it, and so you have like this. Um, story that you have to and clues you have to try to figure out to figure out where the next story is going and some of the people you might want to check out that do that of course is bts txt ats um let's see who else has like some storylines monster x um and i'm sure that there's others but those are the ones that come up to my head first but the whole storyline thing is starting to become a new trend where it's like an almost like an alternate universe as far as like you know what they're going through what their characters are going through and um mm-hmm. and you can definitely dig yourself into a hole <laughs> and trying to figure out what some of the symbolisms and stuff in some of these are like i definitely say especially when it comes to right now um the top five you know the ones that i just said like yeah. they definitely have a very long running storyline yeah that's cool yeah that's actually a good way to do it it is something different yeah. something that people look for because that's that's the thing it's always you got to reinvent yourself yeah you know because it gets old the same things yeah and stuff like that. that's a good so way to really... suck people in too it's like what's gonna happen next yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's right all right well thank you so much nikki for coming on today and giving us some insider <laughs> information on some of the the korean culture that me and katie love so much mm-hmm. and um thanks everybody for tuning back into us we're super happy to be back and we have lots of great content coming up in the future so stay tuned for that um, don't forget to check out our Patreon page. We're going to have a lot of like behind-the-scenes things, more personal videos about Katie and me, and just something a little more um, catered to our audience there, mm-hmm. just to give you a little something extra. So it's um, we would love for you to join us up on there and check it out. Um, don't forget to check out our social media pages, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and leave us like a review, comments, anything like that. We we're very active, or I should say, Katie is very active on the social media, <laughs> and she will reply back to you. <laughs> so don't forget that. And just you know, if you want to give us any um, you know topics for the future, we're always open for that. Mm-hmm. Anything you want us to talk about, we're we're you know we're open to it. And then if you're also interested in finding out more on uh, you know K dramas, K pop, language, all that kind of stuff, you can also go to the American Hallyu Association on Facebook, and then also you can find it on um, NC Lewis uh, 1982, I believe. But it's on uh, Instagram. That's great, and we'll link those in the show notes below, so that anybody needs to go to it, you can check it out and support them and. You know, begin like Katie, or uh, sorry, begin like like Nikki said at the beginning, the road to the dark side. Yes. <laughs> we have cookies and cake. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, and until next time.